You're listening to the Voice of Veritas podcast where we dig into the truth in information. My name is Vishwajit Mishra and with me today is Scott Sinclair, Senior Analyst with Enterprise Strategy Group. Welcome, Scott. Thanks for having me, Vish. We are glad Scott could join us for this special two-part podcast in our office in sunny California, all the way from Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, flew in, you know, gosh, I think I flew in yesterday. It's just beautiful here. The weather's great. You know, it's, uh, uh, it's uh, now in summer, it's, it's always the time when Austin gets a little hot. You know, the, the best joke I've heard is, you know, I'm not saying it's hot in Austin, but the other day I saw two hobbits throw a ring in my backyard. So, I don't, you know, this community it may work with, other communities that, that joke may not fly, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm, I'm sure this is not your first trip to California, though, right? Oh, no, no, absolutely not. So, um, I, you know, we do, at Enterprise Strategy Group, we do tons of research with IT leaders, as, as well as a lot of strategy with some of the big, you know, vendors and some of the big innovators in the space, and this is a hotbed of technology, so I'm out here all the time. Yeah, well, I, I guess that. It's like, you know, it should bring you in here a little bit, fair amount. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And bet you get, you said you get to speak to a lot of the industry leaders and customers. Uh, how is that like, speaking to people in the, in the industry? In particular, I understand you focus on the storage industry, so it's like, you know, could you share, like, some of the information based on your interaction with customers? What are the biggest challenges that uh, they're observing in the market? Oh yeah, they, well first off, there's just so much there. I mean, talking with the vendors, customers, or end users, right? That The IT organizations, that's the best part of my job. Because we are doing things within, or companies are doing things within IT that are really just transforming business. And I think that's really kind of the heart of the challenge is, and um, it, it's really all about data. And I know, you know, it's funny, we've been saying this for decades, right? Oh, data's growing, it's this big challenge. But what's really phenomenal right now is, and it's a subtle difference. Before, we've always had the problem of storing data. Now companies are actually realizing, oh wait, we have to use all this data now. Um, so data has emerged as this, now it's a, it can, it's a fuel, and you, you see all these things say data is a new oil, which you know I, I agree with because it has value, but it's really the fuel that can drive competitive differentiation again. And that's really what is opening up these, uh, you know, essentially this new, renaissance of organizations trying to figure out how do they maximize their data. Mm -hmm. So, and you're saying that, you know, with these trends, how are these impacting, like, you know, how storage is perceived as like, or if I can ask it another way, it's like, you know, these business trends, how are they impacting the storage industry or the storage vendors? Uh, excellent question. Because, you know, one of the things, so we do quite a bit of research. And one of the interesting things that we did in our just our what we call our IT spending attention study. It's an annual study. We did one at the beginning of the year. And we ask organizations a, really a simple question. Is IT more complex than it was just two years ago? Not 20 years ago, not five years ago. And 68% of organizations, I think I have the stat right here. Yeah, 68% of organizations said IT is more complex than it was just two years ago. And then we, so we said, why? So we gave them a whole bunch of reasons. Is it, you know, users are growing, apps are different. You know, now you have shadow IT, what is it? And more data was the number one reason. What's interesting though is, so this gets us into you know, that whole challenge of storing data versus using it. Mm -hmm. So when you unpack that, the data challenge is different things for different companies. So um, in some of the conversations when I talk to a more traditional company, someone that sees IT as a cost center, for them it's all about 
you know, how do I handle this onslaught of data? How do I store it while keeping within budget? How do I manage this? And it's all about cost cutting, trying to be efficient, trying to manage CapEx. For companies that are more on the other end, you know, the, the digital companies, the ones that are more trying to that see data as an asset that they can use to generate revenue or become more efficient, for them it's completely different. How can I gather more data? So I have a ton more data coming in, but how can I maximize its use and basically unlock this valuable resource and help change my company with it? Right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if I understand correctly, like, you know, you need the that power or that muscle in your IT organization to drive transformation, how well of the job uh, are current IT departments doing in addressing being able to deal with this challenge? You know, it, it's funny, it varies based on the organization. So one of the things we really look at is, um, you know, it's one of the stories that gets used quite a bit is this idea of IT transformation or digital transformation. Is how do companies start along this process in, in how they transform their company to take a look at this data, this asset that they've been collecting and gathering and storing for decades sometimes. And how do I figure out how to maximize it? And there's lots of different things that are involved. A huge part of it is, you know, IT transformation is changing not only, so for some people when they see IT transformation they think, wait, you're just telling me to buy new stuff. I've been buying right. new stuff forever. Right. Every, every time vendors come out they have new stuff. It's more than that. It's, so it, on one hand there is a technology aspect to it. Newer technologies are providing greater benefits, but there's also process changes and, and organizational changes. And essentially it's, it's a cultural and organizational impact. And really where the tie is, and this is where I think it, it, it becomes, you know, uh, where the differentiation really happens in the infrastructure and the technology, is transformational technologies offer the ability to provide such benefits in terms of their scale or their simplicity that they're actually able to free up IT resources so new resources can actually be reallocated to those more transformational roles like working with working with line of business teams to figure out how to how to stand up an app dev team or a devops team you know how to leverage you know the data for analytics those sorts of things all that takes time mm -hmm. and if you're spending all your time wasting you know, setting up another file share, for example, and managing it separately, then that becomes unsustainable to try to do two things at once. Right. So I think management is also a key factor, if I understand correctly, like, you know, ease of management, simplicity, all of that plays a factor, but I think you, what you're saying, if I understand correctly, Scott, is we also need to address the inherent business culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it depends on the company. Uh, it depends on the company and who's deploying it. The, the funniest thing is, I've been an analyst for you know five six years, but and I, I still say one day someone will tell me their product is hard to use. Everyone says their product is easy to use, but true ease is when you're actually able to free up yeah. resources and and help you do more with your data. Absolutely, that's great, Scott. We wanted to dig in a little bit deeper on object storage. Uh, could you please share your views on how object storage fit in with these IT transformation challenges and this broader industry challenges that we are noticing? Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that, so big fan of object store, I've been following it for a long time. The technology's been out there for a while. And one of the big things that, you know, resonated with me is just object's ability to address scale. Is when object first showed up and, and really started finding its niche of its play was environments that literally had so much data that you couldn't back it up properly 
or it became too costly to manage, or it became too costly um, you know, to, to protect. So what you ran into is you had to have an architecture that could not only scale to get really big, massive capacities, but also had to understand this idea that once you've deployed, once you have a you know, a couple petabytes sitting somewhere, it's not like you can just migrate that every three years when you have new hardware. So now you have to have an architecture that understands the ability to plug in new hardware changes or the ability to, you know, cross generations uh, without, you know, causing disruption, as well as the ability to provide amazing scale, at, uh, resilience, amazing scale, resiliency at scale, and be able to scale economically. Because mm -hmm. all of those things are, are incredibly important. We did a study on software-defined storage, for example, which object storage typically falls in that category. And the number one reason why organizations buy software-defined for a storage repository is to eliminate those hardware migrations. I mean, you know, we live in a multi, everyone's in a multi-petabyte world nowadays. It's, that, that's, that's the norm. And so organizations can't just keep migrating data from one point to another time every time they want to use, you know, the next generation hardware. That's perfect. You mentioned that you know object storage has been around for a, for a little bit of time, and there are a few existing incumbent vendors in the market. How well of a job they're doing to address the current customer challenges? You know, it's first of all, I think that Object does an excellent job. There's a, there's a number of great Object products out there. Um, I think realistically, though, we're we're an interesting maybe a plateau in terms of the technology itself. You know, there was, a, there was a big race in order to, ad, to adopt scale and to, or to deliver scale, deliver high resiliency, deliver essentially um, multiple protocols to allow you to access multiple different types of unstructured data. All of that is incredibly important. Um, the challenge, however, is I think what we've run into is, okay, what's next? What's next for the technology? So we have a bunch of, there's a bunch of economic um, or economically feasible or economic, you know, where... Uh, the solutions out there, some that can scale really big and, and help, you know, keep in budget. But then what do you do with data? We've seen some organizations say, okay, well, we're going to, you know, maybe add some search elements to it because really the object storage space is almost a perfect, you know, microcosm of what we're seeing within storage in general is this transition from we had to store petabytes and petabytes of data to now we actually have to use it. And I think that's what we're seeing, kind of the transition where object storage needs to go is helping customers say, okay, we've helped you store data for a long time. And just in case you need it or for compliance or some sort of you know, medical records, those sorts of things. But now you need to actively use this data and you need to be able to use it efficiently and intelligently. Thanks, Scott. That makes sense. Just wanted to clarify one thing, if you agree with. Uh, some people perceive object storage as public uh, cloud storage Ooh. and S3. Uh, do you believe, uh, what would you say when someone shares that sentiment? I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, because one of the things that I, I tend to think of is, is more within you know, a technology framework of, okay, well, what is a, what is a protocol? And I, I for, you know, there's that distinction between on and off premises. Is, S3 is, you know, it's, it's an object, you know, it's technically an object-based protocol, you know, and, or the S3-based APIs are ways in which people write a lot of applications to communicate and a bunch of on-premises storage mm -hmm. um, use those things to communicate. I think one thing that we have seen is when we started doing research into workloads that we do a ton of research into workloads that move to the cloud, but we started doing some research into some workloads that organizations have actually pulled back from the cloud. And what you see there is, is organizations, in some cases, not every case, the cloud works great for, for a number of things, 
But in some cases, there's a lot of what would be considered an archive repository that someone says, well, let's move that to the cloud let's, so we can free up space or something on-premise. And what they find out is that cold data was a lot warmer than they originally anticipated. And you know, it's, it's an interesting paradigm shift when we move from, even though the technologies can be used in the same category of object and object, on and off-premises changes a lot of the paradigms in terms of how we think about data. There's a lot of workloads that run in our own data centers that we may not think, you know, oh, well, I'm sure that's cold, but we don't really pay that much attention to how much data in there is sensitive, for example, or, or how much data is actually being utilized. And then when we put it on the cloud, we realize, ooh, we, uh, we found out some new things we didn't know about. So, so there are some deployments that are on-premise, but we're fine, you know, and I think organizations are still figuring out how to balance hybrid cloud environments, but we are finding you know, on-premises is great for certain things and off-premises is great for other things. Excellent, that's so interesting. Uh, speaking, going back to uh, focusing primarily on object storage, if I were to tell you that, you know, hey, there is a next generation of object storage solution, what would be some of the gaps or some of the features that you would look for in the next generation of object storage solution? You know, from uh, it goes back to some of the things I think we were just talking about, is it's helping um, IT environments or IT organizations, IT leaders, make that transition from storing data to using data. Uh -huh. And it's, and, and a huge chunk of that is literally just freeing up people to do other things. And so what I mean by that is there's all the, if you think about any task that happens in a, in a data center, the more manual, the more routine it is, the more that at the end of the day, I think IT organizations can realize this wastes money. And how do I automate these things? How do I go in, I have, you know, forever, and objects for the first example, because unstructured data has almost been kind of like the junk drawer of enterprises for decades. Right. And they sit down and they create this giant pool and they just throw stuff there and they're like, well, we, we got it saved in case we need it for compliance or something. And then later on, someone says, well, we need to do analytics. Maybe we look at AI and ML. How do we do this? We have all, we've been storing this data for 10 years. Why don't you use it? And organizations say, well, wait, now I have to figure out how to actually utilize this. So I think what we're going to see is tools that help organizations that apply intelligence to, intelligence to data, excuse me, and can figure out, okay, let's help you better understand your data, help you identify, okay, what is sensitive? What, what is, what's pertinent? What's valuable? What's less valuable? And apply that logic automatically without you having to do something manual and keep it up to date manually. Because one of the, you know, I, I mentioned sensitivity, you know, but, and I think it bears mentioning, you know, we are in a huge, you know, I would almost say crisis in terms of data security right now, is organizations are, especially as organizations realize that we're m moving out of this uh, data center workstation world to a world of public cloud and mobility where data is all over the place. Mm -hmm. And understanding where, all, where your data, where all your sensitive data lies and keeping track of it all the time is going to be something that every company should be doing, regardless of compliance. I mean, just for the security risk. Yeah, absolutely. This is excellent, Scott. Thanks, Scott, and thank you for joining in today. To learn more about cognitive object storage, go to veritas.com/cos. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.